This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Camel Country 107.9. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. Where's Clay Walker with the National Anthem this morning? Welcome to Hump Day, Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Uh, big day today as we are giving out Beers with Friends tickets, of course, all day on air. 6.50 and 8.50 and then a Beer 30 with Drew Blando this afternoon at 3.30 and 4.30. We'll give you a code word to text in. Text in that code word. That's your shot to win those free tickets. And uh, tickets stop today. Later on today, we're going to be at Four Peaks. It is the uh, pub Right in Tempe, right on 8th Street. We're going to be starting at 5.30 and go all the way to 6.30, giving tickets away every five minutes. It's so always, many tickets. It's always a lot of fun when we do it at Four Peaks. It's so much fun. Good time. All right, so we'll see you there tonight. Uh, beers with Friends happening on the 16th of this month at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. You can only win your way in. So either win them on air, win them at the ticket stop tonight. Uh, and uh, we will see you there if you're heading on down there. Good morning, Riddle. Here you go, Cheyenne. All right. This one may make your head hurt. Or okay. it may be super easy. We'll see. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be polar opposite ends of the spectrum here. Okay. <laughs> okay it's either one or the other. No yeah. in between. All no, right. Got no it. No in between. <laughs> How long is the answer to this question? That's it? That's it. How long is the answer to this question? <laughs> I like hate I said, this one it's either so going to make your head hurt or it's going to be super easy. <laughs> I 
I hate these ones so much. <laughs> How long is the answer to this question? That's the morning riddle. If you think you know, you can text us at 22108. What would I say? Dumb. This is no, I just, dumb. See, here's the thing. When you write it down and think about it, Cheyenne, I don't think you'll get it. All right? We'll get you the correct answer to the morning riddle. Coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, appreciate you having us on this morning. A little breezy today. Highs near 80. Chance of showers tonight. We've got a cool down coming. Uh, this is going to include some mountain snow. Ooh. Uh, looking at a high of only 63 tomorrow with a chance of rain. Down Six, here? Down here. That's a high. And then 62 on Friday. We'll heat back up. That put instant tears in my eyes. That sounds atrocious. Tears? Yeah, like, huh. Oh, Fearful tears, yes. happy tears, sad tears. So sad. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> All right, let's see if you get this morning riddle, Cheyenne. Okay. Uh, like I said, it could make your head hurt or it could be super easy. Uh, how long is the answer to this question? How long is the answer to this question? Come up with the answer? Yes. Okay. Uh, pretty much everybody got it correct on text. Okay. Uh, text to 808. Answer equals six letters. That's not correct. Although uh, I get it. I get where you're getting at. Well, how... Answer is six Oh, six letters. letters. Okay, yeah. I got it. All right. How long is the answer to this question, Cheyenne? It's eight words? No. What? Why are you laughing? That's not right. That's not is right. it this? No. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is. How though. long is the answer to this question? Uh, the answer to the riddle is how long? How long is the answer to this question? Dumb. It was I'm right there home. in front of you, Cheyenne. I'm going home. <laughs> It is like the sentence. Like the sentence is eight words long. So how long is the answer to this question? And I thought, yeah, like, but why would that be that the answer? That is the though? answer because oh. the question is the sentence, yeah. right? The question in a whole is the sentence. So I thought it was how many words are in the no, sentence. I mean, the answer is right there in front of you. How long is the answer to this question? If I roll my eyes any harder, they're going to be stuck in the back of my head. Morning Riddle every week to morning at 6 here on Camel Country. <laughs> All the way next, we do it every Wednesday at 625. It's the big decision. Cheyenne's got a big decision she is wrestling with that she needs a little bit a little bit of help with. Normally, it's DMs that we get on our Instagram. We bring it out here to the airwaves, and we discuss it and look for input from Camel Nation. Uh, well, today, Cheyenne's got her own situation she's dealing with. She needs some help with a decision that she is facing. We're going to talk about it next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Camel Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. You know, if you got something you're wrestling with, you can always reach out to us on Instagram at Gunner and Cheyenne. Drop it our DMs. Hit us with your situation. That, that decision that you're wrestling with. What way should you go? With this decision, and then we give you our two cents. Now, uh, today, Cheyenne's got a, uh, a decision of her own to make that she's kind of wrestling with. She'll tell us about it. I guess you'll give us your take on it, Cheyenne. I'll give you my take, then we'll open it up to Camel Nation to text in at 22108. What you got there, Cheyenne? Okay, so I have a friend back in Washington State who I have been friends with for like 17 years, okay? He's a firefighter. We've, we've just been really good friends for a long time. How'd you meet him? Um, actually, I met him when I was a cheerleader, and he was playing football for an opposing high school, and we were just instantly friends. Okay. So, and that's all it's ever been. You've we, ever dated? Nope. 
No? Nope, okay. never dated. And so when COVID hit, there was a lot of regulations against EMS uh, employees up there. Like, you had to get vaccinated. If you didn't, you were going to lose a job. And he, like, fought back against it to the point where he had to scrub all of his social media, change his phone number because people were trying to get a hold of him. It was a whole big deal. Why? Did just razz him about not getting the shot? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like, it got, it got really aggressive for him, so he scrubbed everything. And I haven't heard from him since. So, when I was back home, it dawned on me that I haven't heard from him in, like, a year. And so I wrote him a letter. A handwritten letter. A handwritten letter. Put a stamp on it and all. Yep. Actually, okay. I went to the post office and I mailed it from the post office. <laughs> and I felt so weird, but I mailed it to the fire station uh, where he you know, works. And I have not heard back are, from him. Are you sure he still works there? Yes. Okay. So, and I, I know that because... Uh, my best friend who lives in this town, she teaches paramedic classes, i.e. she has taught multiple. He, she's currently teaching his coworkers. Okay. And so I do know that he is still employed there. So, so you mail it to the proper uh, fire station. Yep. You're pretty sure he probably had it in his Reddit. Yep. Right? 100%. So what's the decision you got to make here? I haven't heard from him and I don't know what to do. Like, do I just let 17 years of friendship go? And have a phone? I don't know what his new phone number is. Oh. So, I mean, if, call him? I would, <laughs> I would, but like that's 17 years of friendship. Like yeah. he rode with me through all of my like domestic violence stuff through all right. my relationships and vice versa. So you wrote him a letter. He probably saw it, hasn't written back. So what, so how do you, how do you handle the situation? Do you go see it? What, what are you kicking around? What's- I, this is what I got going on. Either I just let it go and I let 17 years of friendship go away. Or I write him another letter and say, hey, what the heck is going on? Why did you not mail me back? So you, so you send him a follow-up letter <laughs> that's a little more strongly worded exactly. demanding a reply. Did you ask for a reply on the first letter? I just said, I don't, you know, you can reply to me or not, you know. Okay. I left it very open-ended because I didn't want to be weird about it. Or do I, like, show up at the fire department the next time I'm in town? Mm. It's hard. Forget about it. Write another letter or show up at the fire department. <laughs> You know, in my head, in my head, I'm like, well, 17 years of friendship. You haven't talked to him in a good number of years. Yeah. Maybe you just kind of kiss that one goodbye to the rearview mirror. He's he's probably got a wife now, right? Uh, there, he's getting married. Yeah. Okay, he's getting married. He, uh, you know, so he's got a whole nother life. Maybe he would. Maybe he's respecting his future wife <laughs> by not be. writing back another girl, <laughs> a single girl who lives in Arizona. I mean, I hear what you're saying. I don't know. I just, I guess, for me. Because I'm so sentimental. I have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that, like, 17 years is a long time. Did you put your phone number on the letter? I did. Yeah, I did. He hasn't called. Nope. Yeah, that was a text that came in asking that question. Yeah, I did put. Okay. And I. So it was on the letter. He hasn't called. He hasn't written back. So what do you do? What does Cheyenne do here? Does she go see him in person? I mean, if he hasn't written you back or called you back, maybe there's a reason why he doesn't want to see you. And then you're not going to. Hey, see, I don't want to be crazy because I'm not crazy. So, but like. (laughs) Seven for I'm telling you, 17 years is a long time okay. for me to wrap my head around. All right, Campbell Nation, that's the big decision today. What should Cheyenne do in this situation? You can text us at 22108. Uh, 22108. And we're going to get to your text coming up next here on Campbell Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Speaking of small town, Cheyenne grew up in a small town. She had a friend out there. 17 years they've been friends. Kind of lost contact. She wrote him a letter. Not too long ago, had her phone number, return address on there. This friend 
uh, has not replied to that uh, that letter. Has not sent a handwritten letter back. Has not called her. Has not texted her. And that is the big decision today. What does Cheyenne do in this situation? Does she go knock on the firehouse door next time she's up there in Yakima, Washington? Does she write him another letter? Oh, man. What was the third thing? Do I let it go? Or do you let it go is one that is also a yes. <laughs> Somebody did say that in text. Yeah. At uh, 22108, they said, I just let it go. And then in parentheses, said frozen. <laughs> Always ready to go with that, yeah. that song on the button bar there. I love that. Uh, so, and that is the, uh, the gist of a lot of reactions. There's a lot of people texting in saying, just let it go. Yeah. If you really wanted to maintain that friendship. Yeah, that's the worst thing about it. Like, if you're in that particular situation with a friendship, is being the one person that's continuing to try and keep that friendship going, right? If it's yeah. not, If it's not coming from the other side, it can be exhausting. And it's frustrating. I think after 17 years, it's more like... You didn't have the decency to even text me to say, like, hey, got your letter. Thanks for reaching out. But, like, this is why we, or for whatever, whatever his excuse or his reason is. That's just rude. Text with the 602. I'm a firefighter, and a lot of paperwork gets mixed up, especially with different shifts in admin. Next time you're in town, go by the station. Okay, then. (laughs) All right, that's done. Well, I mean, that's that's coming from a firefighter. There's a lot of other people in Camel Nation that are texting in at 22108 saying, uh, just let it go. Uh, don't be crazy. Don't go to the fire station. Don't yeah. show up there. There's yeah. a lot of texts that are saying that. But coming from a firefighter saying to go knock on the door. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't what's your know. Gut, I... What's your gut? What's your gut say? Is that crazy to go knock on the door? And what's his name? His name is Jake. Okay. Um, My gut says, I don't think it would be crazy in this particular situation because, again, we've been friends for so long. But on the same hand, like, don't be weird. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm trying not to be that person. I really, I I hate it. But also, I am a, I'm a pretty stand-up person. And I like mutual respect. And I also like, I, dem- I demand it. Why did you not te- like even tell me anything? That just bothers me. A couple of other pieces of advice coming in on text at two two what a wait. Uh, let's see. Go text to the four eight zero. Go back home. Fake an injury by his fire station. See if he'll come out and talk to you then. <laughs> Don't put that past me. <laughs> text to the six two three. Let's crash the wedding because he is. He's engaged. He said yeah. he's engaged. And my assumption would be that you, he gets this letter from this friend that he had a good. For 17 years, but mm-hmm. hasn't talked to it a few years. Right. Maybe the last time he talked to you, he wasn't with his fiance. And now that he's got his fiance out of respect for her, he's not going to write back this gal he hasn't talked to in a few years. Which, it, it that makes sense if it were the fact that I was like an ex-love or something like that, but I'm not. Somebody uh, texted in with Jake's phone number. Let's call him. <laughs> I wish. I, w- I would call him. I would call him <laughs> right now. I thought, thought you were going to freak out. No. I was trying to call you to bluff or something. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, text before you know, have your friend casually ask, How Chey- how's Cheyenne doing? Have you talked to her lately? Well, she, she doesn't see him very often. I know what I know because of his coworkers telling her about him. So uh, that's how I know what I know. 
and where he's at right now. There are so many people saying, just call the fire station and ask for him. Can we call? Can you, like, can we find the phone number and call and just see if he works? <laughs> I'll just call out of the blue. I'll just call and be like, hey, yo, is Jake there? The problem is, is like, I don't know what shift he's on right now. I know, so but that would saying, be whoever pointless. answers the phone it would it would tell us if, if there's a Jake that works there, well, right? Well, then we'd have, like, I, yes, maybe, I don't know. Because then, then if the answer is yes... And he hasn't replied, then just let it go, right? He didn't care. Yeah. But if he doesn't work there, you sent a letter well, to a guy. Well, he does who- work there. I know he still works. 100%? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 100% I know he still works there. So. What are you going to do? I, Everybody is saying, call the fire station now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Okay. Which sucks. Yeah, but you haven't talked to him in like three years. That's I mean, no, that's <laughs> that's exaggerating it. It was like like t- beginning of twenty twenty one. Couple okay, years yeah. Ago. So right. three years is a little long, but I do. I think I'm just gonna let it go. Okay. Because we can call the fire station. I, I know. I, I kind of want to. I, I can see it in yeah. your eyes. I, I want to call the fire station. To drop it. I love you, man. Too. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, maybe you saw the news that happened over the weekend. Hardy and his fiance, Kaylee Ryan, got married. Uh, they got married on Saturday in Nashville. A lot of stars at that wedding. Um, Brantley Gilbert was there. Uh, who else? Uh, Lindsay L. Lauren Elena <laughs> was there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lauren Elena, it's, yeah, I was going to end with her, but uh, yeah, she was there. Uh-huh. Uh, she's on that song One Beer, right? With, yes, uh, she with is. Hardy? Uh, this one right here. So, uh, oh, uh, uh, Morgan Wallen was there as well. But uh, Lord Elena, she caught the bouquet, right? She said, uh, quote, Hardy told me I was next before I even caught it. <laughs> well, she had to chase the bouquet because uh, Hardy's wife chucked it. It flew past the group and then Lauren took off through the group to go get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess by all technicality, she got the bouquet. She just didn't catch the bouquet. I, I like the phrasing on that. You got it. You got right? it. Right? Because, I mean, if you're in the group and it happens to land in your lap, you're like, oh, what is that? No, no. You know, but, yeah, but it was yeah. like a race to grab it. Yeah, it was too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, a lot of people are pointing out that she did not, uh, that she was wearing a white dress. She was not wearing a white dress. It was a mint colored dress, but it was really close to white. It was so pastel that unless you really studied the picture, you think it's white. So should she have worn a different colored dress? I mean, that was really close to uh, to white. Yeah. And I mean, as people say, I don't know if it's a, um, there's not no rule or law on it, I don't think, it's right? Traditional. When it comes to It's traditional. It's traditional. So you never wear white as a woman to somebody mm-hmm. else's wedding. Yeah. I mean, all white. You can wear a dress that has like a pattern in it that has white in it, but by tradition and what is, you know, ex- I guess acceptable at a wedding is allowing the bride to be the only person in all white or ivory because it's her day. It allows her to stand out. Among the guests. Yeah, but what's the difference if somebody wore like a hot pink dress? I mean, that stands out First like a sore all, thumb. Don't wear a hot pink dress. <laughs> Why? I've seen they people wear say, hot pink. They say that jewel Barbie. tones are the best tones to wear to a wedding because they blend in really well. Right. And they allow the bride to stand out. So to me, I think the the dress itself, stunning. She looked amazing. I think she should have chosen in a different color. 
Because um, I'm all about traditional. I th- I love traditional weddings. Yeah, which I don't get. Like, okay, so what about like black to a funeral? They say wear black, right? right. Or, or dark color. Dark colors. But I mean, what if I wanted to wear white to a funeral? You know? I think you like would labor, look like, like a sore thumb. Like Labor Day's around the corner. I can't wear white after Labor Day. I mean, the funeral's <laughs> right ahead of Labor Day. I want to wear white. It's my last shot. You know? Uh, maybe pick a different occasion. I don't know. <laughs> Just well, I, mean, I just don't get like why why are why are they dictating what we should be wearing to certain events? I just think well, black is traditionally the color of mourning. When you go to a funeral, you're mourning the loss of that person. But I'm saying traditional as in like hundreds of years. It's not like it's a new thing. I don't know. I wear black because it's slimming. <laughs> I mean, it is very slimming. You know? Yeah. So I want to wear black to a wedding. I'll wear black to a wedding. And as a man, you can. It's just for women, it's different. Women can't wear a black dress to a wedding. You can. There's nothing that says that you can't. I personally don't because I associate black unless it's like a floral dress with black undertone. Huh. It's hard. Being a woman is hard. Okay. (laughs) You have to think about lots of things because you don't want to upset the bride for no reason. Right. Like, you couldn't have chosen it in a different color? Text from the 480. Asian funerals are white, not black. Oh, I did not know that. I've also never been to an Asian funeral. There's something about purity or something, too, with white, right? Yeah. White is the uh, color of purity. Yeah. I don't know. If I if I ever end up dying and y'all come to my funeral, where would you want? Duly noted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tie-dye. Text, I'm wearing tie-dye. Text of the 63. Gutter, it's called respect. Ooh, yeah. Respect for tradition? Respect, respect for, for the, the wishes? All of the above. I think it's a respect on a whole. You're respecting the tradition. You're respecting, you know, that it's that person's occasion. Text of the 480. White wedding dresses really didn't come into fashion until the 1900s. What did they wear before? I don't know. Potato sacks? I do know that prior to, <laughs> like, when wed- like when bridesmaids first started, uh-huh. they dressed up in white or like they matched the bride because it was to help um like keep evil spirits from going to the bride so that it was like distracting huh. yeah when you die what do you want people to wear i have no idea maybe you want tradition you seem traditional uh, yeah i think no, y'all be you all stay with tradition you want to know what i want <laughs> this is what i want i want everybody in long black gowns, women in long black gowns. I want you to wear a black veil. I want it traditional Why? to a T. Like Carrie Edwards, two black Cadillacs yes. music video. Yes. <laughs> I don't care how extravagant your dress is. I don't Just care. Just wear black. It could be a ball gown. I want it formal black attire yeah. <laughs> to my funeral. I don't know. Like I, I feel like a hunter died. You want them all in camo or something like that or bright orange. You know, I mean, you know what I mean. That's not weird. If 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 the men aren't dressed like Johnny Cash, you're not allowed at my funeral. I'd Carrie Underwood, Cadillac, Johnny Cash, black. That's what I want. That is what I want. What did I Google yesterday? We were we were just we were writing this down to talk about today, and I Googled something, and it was something about black wearing black and dark blue to to funerals. Um, but it's uh, to wear what you want per the deceased, right? If, yeah. if it was for their wishes, wear what you want. Right. If they if their dying wish for their funeral was, I want you to dress in happy pastel colors, you would wear that okay. out of respect of their last wish. 
So, I mean, just make it known now that Cheyenne wants all black, which is traditional. Yes. I mean, per her normal. Yes. Right. Uh, for me, <laughs> wear what you want. As, as our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casino say, you do you, you. you. Wear what you want. <laughs> the whole thing, man. Just with the weddings and the funerals just baffles me. It really does. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Now, uh, you, so you're looking to move out of your apartment by the end of the year. Yes. Right? Get into a house, uh, uh, kick off uh, 2023 in a house with a yard and all this for the family. Makes me nervous. Speaking of nervous. Yeah. Scary. Um, you got a letter from your apartment complex yesterday yes. saying, uh, with an offer to renew. Yeah. And they increase the rent by a hundred dollars. hundred dollars a month. Ha- has it been like that every year? I yes. mean, you've been there for three years. So it goes up a hundred dollars a year. It has every, since I've moved year. in. Yes, it's crazy for me. the for the year long lease for a six to twelve month lease. It goes up two hundred dollars, and then for a month to month, it goes up three hundred dollars. And you're looking to get into a house, and I bring that up because I just looked up at the TV, and uh, interest rates are going up by another seven point seven five percent today. Lovely. Which, gosh, man, I I locked in my interest rate at like two nine nine or something like that. It's up to seven percent now. Well, that must be nice. <laughs> So much money, especially on like a a bigger mortgage and stuff like that. So is that going to prohibit your ability to get into a house, having the interest rates continue to go up? Um, I'm definitely not going to buy if the interest rates continue to increase. Um, I'll just rent for another year, I guess. Yeah, but you're still going to get into a house. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not staying in my apartment at all. And we're just outgrowing it, you know? Well, you're not popping out kids. What do you mean you're outgrowing it? I only have a two-bedroom, and my kids just, they, like, I have an 11-year-old, well, almost 12-year-old, and an almost six-year-old, and they're just, they're growing, and they need their space, and they need to run. Yeah, well, I mean, your young one's not growing all that much. Actually, he is. <laughs> he actually is. He's almost in 6T pants, which is a big deal. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. It's funny, but I can't see that apartment. You know, I, yeah. I, I used to, I, I lived in one for the longest time. And I remember back in Rapid City, South Dakota, when Emily and I first got married back in 2006. We got married in 2007, so we were out there uh, about then. It was only $600 a month oh, for, that, that, must be for nice. that apartment. But that was way back in 2007 right. up in Rapid City, South Dakota. <laughs> You know, now that rent is just kind of skyrocketed everywhere, and, yeah. uh, and then you know the noises from the neighbors. I don't, I don't blame you. And then no room to play, you know, in the backyard. I just want to be able to send them outside so that they can run and play and get out of my face. Yeah, for your sanity, Cheyenne yes. needs a uh, needs a house. So if anybody knows of a house going up for rent <laughs> at the turn of the year, let me know. At the turn of the year, <laughs> how about the turn of the century? It seems more like that's where that's going. Alone. <laughs> Appreciate you having us on today. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, we were talking about how uh, Cheyenne's housing situation, she's trying to get out of an apartment and into a house to kick off 2023, and your rent went up $100. Uh, we'll be going up $100 a month starting at the beginning of the year, and then everybody's texting in how much their rent went up. Yeah. You should be thankful it's only 100 if you end up staying. Oh, I'm super thankful. Uh, text of the 909. You're lucky. My rent up, went up $450 a month. Oh, my gosh. Text of the 602. My rent went up $200 a month. Uh, text of the 928. Does Cheyenne's oldest live with her full time now? Because uh, you had talked about outgrowing your yeah. apartment and you referenced your 11-year-old son. Right. Which he's he lives up in Washington State. Full time. Yeah. And then he's here on holidays. No, he does not live with me full time. But when he's here, it's very cramped. 
it's there's no space for them to get away from each other. So they share a room. So they're literally sitting on top of each other. Yeah, it's, it's only just, for a short time, though. I mean, that's only for. Yeah, like well, a- that's easy to say when you have a two story house <laughs> <laughs> and you can get away from people. There's no getting away from each other in an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's hard. Uh, so when you say you're outgrowing and you're not popping out kids, are you? No. Or, or is there something on the town? No. Absolutely okay. not. <laughs> no. We're just, you know, Easton's getting bigger. He wants to run. My yeah. f- my five-year-old, he's playing baseball. He wants to go in the back. He wants to do his stuff. Apartment and- does seem like a temporary solution, yeah. right? It's a, it's a temporary something. It's you a know, temporary know. home. This is my temporary. <laughs> How many times have I sung that in the last two I know. weeks? I know. <laughs> And then interest rates are going up. So yeah. uh, text of the four, you know, it says, do not buy right now. The housing will be crashing soon. I'll just wait it out then. Is that a text from God right there? Or what? <laughs> Jesus, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, predicted the future there. I know. What are the lotto numbers for tonight's $1.2 billion for the Powerball? <laughs> then it won't matter. I'll just buy text, a house outright. Text me with that sucker. <laughs> yeah. And then all the worries will go away at that point. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, tonight we got a uh, Beers with Friends ticket stop. Beers with Friends is our show coming up later on this month, November 16th at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, Wild Horse Pass. We've got Brothers Osborne and we got Jackson Dean. Your only way in is to win your way in. And you can do that uh, tonight, 5.30 to 6.30. We'll be at Four Peaks down in Tempe off of 8th. Doing uh, doing the same thing we did a couple of weeks ago. Giving away tickets every five minutes. We're going to be right outside, right in front. It's not hard to find hopefully, us. Hopefully, it's going to be a little breezy. Hopefully the tent doesn't blow away. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, that'd be so terrible. The, the, the tent with the old logo. I hope that doesn't fly away. I hope they don't forget the sandbags. That would be terrible. Be horrible. Take the station vehicles while you're at it. Man, just... Yeah, we'll be there 5.30, tonight for your shot at those Beers with Friends tickets. Also, another opportunity coming up at 8.50 for you to text in for your Beers with Friends tickets. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Boonchin officially announced their split uh, in an on uh, in a uh, statement online. Uh, they each uh, issued statements saying all the typical things, that it was amicable, mm-hmm. uh, they grew apart, they wish each other the best, and will continue to do what's best for the kids, which that's the most important part right there. Uh, there is uh, a sports book online that has calculated the odds of who is next for each of them. Of course there is. And of course they have. Okay. For Giselle, Pete Davidson is the most likely match. Which, I mean, he's single now. He yeah. talks Kim Kardashian. So. Yeah. Get it. Oh, what about dude, Tom? That, uh, Tom Brady, his... Uh, See, the favorite for him is Taylor Swift, which isn't she, uh, she's engaged. Not officially engaged, but rumored to be engaged, right? I don't know. I haven't heard that at all. I'm also not a Swifty, so I have no clue. That, yeah. So Taylor Swift is the favorite for Tom Brady, followed by a couple of Giselle's fellow supermodels. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Adriana Lima and Alessandra Ambrosia. Uh, Then Kim Kardashian and then Halle Berry. Ooh. Uh, so after Pete Davidson for Giselle, uh, they've got Jason Momoa, Ooh. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> She's too old for him. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on that one. Yeah. Uh, and John Mayer. Okay. They've got Donald Trump on uh, on there. His odds are plus 100,000, which <laughs> is just insane. But I mean, come on. They got to put that on there as a joke. Yeah, but he is on there as a, as a betting odds. That's so if you funny. Ought to, if you got to waste your money, go put some money on Trump. I just like dating Giselle. Giselle is 
beautiful. How do you, as a woman, I mean, granted, I know, love yourself, be confident, all the things. How do you go into a relationship with Tom Brady knowing his ex-wife is Giselle? Yeah. How? I would feel terrible about myself every day. The bar has definitely been set pretty high. Oh. You know. Um, on their statements, which I had mentioned, you know, they said it was amicable. None of them suggested it had anything to do with Tom unretiring and returning to the NFL. But that's what the tabloids want us to believe. Right. Until, I guess, a better reason presents itself. But, I mean, it all makes sense. Right. I mean, they, it started going to turmoil once he came back again this last year. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it kind of made me think of when I first got into radio, I, Emily and I, we started dating back in 2005 and I remember sitting in the driveway of her dad's house and she's like, I, I'm never going to move away from my family. <laughs> so this radio thing, whatever takes you out of town, I'm never going to move away from my family. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You know, I guess if the job presents itself and I got to go, I got to go. Yeah. So what did the conversation look like when you got your first out-of-state job? Uh, well, we had dated a little bit longer since that. So, uh-huh. so she got a great taste of Gunner and, you know. And she just when couldn't say she, no. She couldn't resist and then she couldn't say no. <laughs> so when we did get married, November 3rd, oh, our anniversary is tomorrow, <laughs> November 3rd, 2007. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Um, yeah, we got back for the honeymoon and loaded up the old Dodge Durango and headed out to Rapid City, South Dakota. And yeah, she moved. That was the first move that we made. Um, as it, it, that was her first move out of her parents' house, right? Was to Rapid City, South Dakota. And yeah, she came. She came with. How many moves have you guys had since then? Uh, we went from Rapid City, South Dakota to Wenatchee, Washington. Okay. To Yakima, Washington, Tri-Cities, Washington, Seattle, Washington. That's where we grew up, obviously. Uh, and then down here. And she's so you, you followed me. You can't forget the second time you moved back to Yakima. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple. I just included all oh, together. Yes. I so mean, roughly we, about we seven times. Around. This job has moved us around. Even though, like, early in our little uh, yeah. relationship, she said, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. But so she what, still did. What would you have done if, if you had told her that you had to move? And she said no. Oh, man. I... I I love this career uh-huh. so much, and I I would. Hmm. It's hard. It is. It would be a tough decision if it. But I mean, early on, it probably would have still bolted. Yeah. Early on, I could see that. Yeah, but I mean, now that we're married with kids, I would have to. I would have to make the decision to not move. Like we were up in Washington State, and Camel Country called and said, "Hey, you know, we want to give you this opportunity in Phoenix." And I said that to Emily. She says, "No, we're not going. If you if you go, uh, we're divorcing." Right. I probably would not have gone. I probably I probably wouldn't be here if she said that. Really? I don't think I would have made the move. I would have had to do what's best for the family, uh-huh. you know, and the kids. So that makes me think about Tom Brady's situation. Is to I mean, if she threatened him to divorce for him to play football, and he still went. The heck! I mean, football was his first love. I understand that, but yeah. he's the goat. He's the the greatest of all time to play the NFL, and he and he still went back. So what? I feel like it's a different. There's something else going on there, you know. Because when you think about the family and doing what's best for the family, and if you're uh-huh. truly in love, you're gonna you're gonna stick around and do what needs to be done. What needs to be done and give up opportunities. I mean, he's fine financially. Oh yeah, he's done for the rest of his life. Yeah. So are his kids. There's no reason for him to go back and play football. Maybe he just didn't feel like it was his time to be done. Like maybe he felt forced to retire 
And instead of being resentful about it, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go play another season or two or three. Yeah, I mean, could have been, he he retired for a little bit, uh-huh. right? He spent a lot of time at home with Giselle. <laughs> Ma- yeah, maybe he's like, all right, I got to go play. I can't do this. I, I, divorce her. Okay, divorce me then. I, I'm going back. I can't stand this. Gosh, I hope not. I know. That'd so, be terrible. That'd be horrible, but maybe that's what it was. But I'm wondering, Campbell Nation, have you, uh, have you ever lived out this situation? Did you actually leave a relationship to move? You know, or or were you presented with the situation and kind of given an ultimatum, and and they said uh, either if you go, we're we're done. You know, did you live out the situation? We'd love to hear your story. You can text us at two two one zero eight. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Have you ever been given an ultimatum, or did you give an ultimatum about moving somewhere, um, and or, or re- doing something that's going to take you away from family, or or just kind of get you at? Out of what you're used to, uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Boonchin, they announced their divorce. And a lot of speculation as to what led to the divorce. You know, the tabloids are saying it's because he returned to football. And she said, you do that, I'm done. And then he returned to be quarterback of the Buccaneers, which, I mean, the way they're performing, maybe he wishes he didn't. <laughs> um, you know? Yeah. So that's what the tabloids are saying. It was kind of an ultimatum situation, you know? Uh, so we're looking for your story. I mean, has, did that happen to you? You know, have you lived out the situation where you're told by your significant other that I don't want to go, but you end up going? Did that significant other go with you? I mean, that's what happened with me in this in this radio job. My wife and I, when we were early on dating, she's got a ton of family up there in the Pacific Northwest. So much family. She's a big family person. Yeah. You know, and um, and uh, she's told me early on, she said, I'm not moving away from Seattle where, you know, my family is. But I mean, that was a long time ago, and like I said, she got a taste of, taste of me, and she's like, she followed me wherever I went. She's probably at home sitting sitting there going, God, that's dumb. Rolling her eyes. Dumb and, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but no, here we are, you know, we got yeah. a couple of kids now, living life here in Arizona. We love it. Right. You know? And she's happy, right? She's happy. That's From what I could tell. Text are coming in at 22108 with some uh, stories. Um. Uh, here's one about the uh, the divorce, though, real quick. Uh, text to the four, you know, you guys know when you're divorced after that long, it's not just something that just happened. It's a series of events uh, that have taken place. Him going back to the NFL was probably the straw that broke the camel's back. LOL, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it probably could have been. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, and it probably was, you know. Uh, text at the 623, my husband is active duty, and I told him that if he gets stationed somewhere that is cold, that I'm not going. <laughs> We've been together for 19 years. I just love Phoenix. Well, that's good. So, has like, how is that living apart? Then that would drive me crazy. Well, I'd assume that you would just call the relationship quits, right? I don't know. There's no way. I have no idea. Trying to make a, have a marriage survive long distance. Like if I mean, my wife said that, if my wife said that up in Seattle and she stayed in Seattle and mm-hmm. I came down here to do this show, cause like if she, if that was the ultimatum, I mean, it wasn't obviously. Yeah. She's here and we're living life down here. But if she said, um, if you go to Phoenix, this isn't going to work out. I mean, there's no way we try to make the marriage work long distance with her up in Washington and me here. There's no way. I mean, it wouldn't work for some people, but I'm sure that there are people who, who do that. Oof. Because work is even, very important to some people. Yeah, but how do you even call that a marriage? I, that's a great question. I don't know. It would drive me crazy. Text of the 480. You got, let's see, text of uh, 602. 
I was going to do a civilian contracting job for the military in Afghanistan for really good money, but my wife now, my now wife told me she would not stick around, so I Ooh, turned it down. That's a, that's unfortunate. I would stick through something like that. What would you stick I through? Do, Nothing. I don't know. I, it depends what my wife presents to me. Yeah. If she said I'm going to Afghanistan, I'd be like, No, I'm not going there. <laughs> saying that I would go there, but if he was going there and I was staying here, like I would work through that. That's something I would do. No. <laughs> I gotta have physical touch. No. You, got, you, would, you would try and make that work? Yeah, I would. Oh. I would definitely try to make that work. If I loved somebody, yeah, totally. Didn't you just say that you gotta have... It be- would drive me crazy to be in the same country. But if you were taking a really good job overseas to do contracting, that's something I would try to work through. Yeah. You'd never see them. That's even further away. At least in the States, you're like, that's the the thing. We can be apart for a long period of time and then come back. I could, I could work through that. I don't think I'd be able to work through being able to see you once every two, three months. That would drive me crazy. But in Afghanistan once a year, you'll be all right with. Well, listen, because it would be like you get little bits and then it just gets taken away. I would rather you just go for a year. I get to talk to you on FaceTime and whatever. Oh, and you're then looking you come at the, okay. You're looking at the length of it. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're, it's a contract thing. It's only going to be so long, right? But it, so you wouldn't do it though if it was meant to, that, that. There's no end date on on the length of time that they're going to be in Afghanistan. Yeah, that would be. I think that would be that would be the deal breaker is okay. not having like a contract end date. If yeah. I knew when you were coming home, I think that would be different. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, when you consider the end date. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're going over there for a new career. Oh, no. saying goodbye? If you're moving over there permanently, that's a whole other snow. Yeah. No. But the first question I would ask my wife is, uh, how much you getting paid? (laughs) Money talks, man. Money Money talks, talks. man. If I I can be a stay-at-home dad, I don't got to work anymore. I'm in. I'm in. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 